Okay, anything you guys want to ask before the audience is done? Not really. All pretty straightforward? I'm going to be in so much pain tomorrow. I have one six-level spell slot, so in, what, four days I could have us all healed. It's fireball. Is Black up there with them, or did he stay with us? Nope. And I'm none of the tabaxi else. were there to see him the blow up. The one time he blows up in his sleep. All right, let's get this exorcism underway. Chapter 194. Oh. For a heal. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys faced off against a aberration from the deep, didn't you? We did. It was an aberration in the shallows, I feel. Yes, either way, um, it was a large fish-like creature that you never could quite figure out what it was. And um, you guys actually... uh, pretty handily defeated it although it took a little while it just a real pitch battle uh, but I, you know, in fact i don't think a lot of people got much in the way of damage um did anyone take any serious damage it was, it was... i'm at 12 hit points oh uh, so great did the only damage i took <laughs> from ireland <laughs> yeah and i'm down to 73 from 117 okay and yeah, how about I'm, black and... I'm, I'm, I, I lost about a quarter of my health too i lost a bit Okay. Yeah, I went down like 33 hit points. No, 43 hit points. Okay, so yeah, Gray got pounded on, but the the rest of you did pretty well. But That's something not the most alarming thing. horrible happened, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, what what happened to you guys? Three of us are now fish tabaxi and fish ex tabaxi. Yes, your skin turned translucent and slimy, which of course for the tabaxi... So that would make us catfish. Yeah. And uh, you uh, you mats down your fur and makes it awful. Um, and you guys just feel out of place, out of the water. And um, so some sort of strange effect is, is taken, taken hold of you. Um, and not knowing what better to do, you all went over to the island in the middle of the lake where the beached ship is located. And uh, once again, this is a very large ship, about the size of maybe a clipper ship would be in modern day terms. Um, but it is wretchedly old. Um, there's a huge hole in the side of it that you guys entered. And just about everything else, though, speaks of antiquity. Uh, the wood where it touches the water is covered with, uh, you know, sea growth and has begun basically to deteriorate to the point where you're not sure if it'll hold together much longer. Uh, the stuff above the level of the water is all deteriorated. The The ropes of the rigging have come loose and are 
basically just hanging limp. The sails, just there's just the tiniest tatter of sails left, just kind of dangling down. If there was a breeze, they'd be flapping the breeze, but obviously in this subterranean cavern, there's nothing. And everything is coated with slime and moss and bits of seaweed and growths. Um, but uh, it's at this point in time, at least holding together still. And you entered the boat and found a human, or at least looks to be human. He also has translucent skin and is just kind of sitting there hovering or cuddling in the back with his arms around his knees. And he looks up as you come in and he kind of jumps to his feet in kind of a ready position as if he's about to, uh, you know, be attacked. And he's, you know, in a defensive stance. And that's where we are now. So what are you going to do? I kind of think we're uh, those fish zombies. So I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Maybe sorcerer should take us, mm. considering you're uh, magically inclined. Um, his name was Elador. 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 Um, are you Elador? He says, yes. And who are you? I see three of you have this slimy skin. Are you victims of the creature or are you servants of the creature? Um, we are conquerors of the creature. More alliteration for you. Um, they unfortunately got slimified. Um, and your companions, I should back up. My name is Arlen. Um, and your companions said that if you that they need you to help me from not exploding. And he just kind of looks at the rest of you confused. And he says, there must be a much bigger story that I'm not caught up on. Um, but you say you defeated the aberration from the deep. Yes, we did. There's pieces of it all over the far shore. He says, well, at least there's that. Um, I foolishly believed I could take it on myself and it chased me in here with the uh, last gasp of strength that I had left. I was able to hide here, but, and he holds up his arm with the, uh, you know, translucent skin where you can see the, the blood pulsing through the blood vessels under his skin. He says, I, not without it affecting me. I, I have been able to exit the ship. It's kept me trapped in here. I think it, was darkly pleased that I had been converted like its minions and uh, wanted to keep me trapped here. But you defeated it, so that's good. It's just, well, it's a shame we can't leave here. Why can't you leave? Have you tried to fix yourself? Yes, when it was busy elsewhere, I stealthily snuck out and I didn't get... 10 steps up into the passage before racking pain started to affect me. And I had to go down and dive into the water. We can't leave the water. Um, I fear that if we try to ascend to the surface, that we'd be dead before we were halfway up there. So I ran back and I've been hiding here ever since. So we didn't 
I mean, a couple people, a couple people last time tried to see if they know what this is. Could like the others of yeah, us? Yeah, anyone who not... hasn't uh, rolled, maybe uh, this will jog your memory. What should we? Uh, what history or religion? I got a fourteen. I actually got a twenty-three. Okay. Yeah, I got a twenty. I got a fifteen. Okay, so um, for uh, Gray and Moon, this only brings up the name that you've heard um, in whispers of an Aboleth. And then, Adri, you remember when they say Aboleth, that, that clicks a, a memory circuit there. And you remember the tales of the Aboleth from uh, some research or other that you did. And they are creatures that predate the gods they were around and were displaced by the gods themselves uh, before then they had vast territories of under the sea of minions that they had converted and they were worshipped as gods themselves but then the gods arrived and kicked them out basically and the few remaining aboleth that survived this purge have always hidden in the deep, dark, damp places of the world, uh, slowly building their own little mini empires. Um, but uh, this one apparently has been stuck down here for who knows how long and has been able to just procure occasional people from the surface to become its minions. And then Black, when Adri's able to add that to that you remember that only the most powerful of healing spells can cure the disease that comes with contact with it. It will require a heal spell or something of that or ilk. So something that's um, fifth level spell and above. Okay. What level spells does our cleric have? Does Moon have the ability to cast that level of spell? Not right now, but... I think at dawn, yeah. But I can pray for spells at fifth level. Um, yeah, I can do a mass cure wounds. Would that work? Let us take a look. Heal is a sixth level spell. Oh, is it a sixth level spell? So then, no, I don't think you can. <laughs> Does it need to be healed, or can it? Would is cure cure wounds not healed? It says you know heal or another disease curing spell of sixth level or higher. Oh. Of sixth level or higher. Okay. Uh, do you have six? Well, if you had insect plague, you have a sixth level. I do have. I can do heal. How many heals can you cast? I have one sixth level spell slot. So and what? Four days, I could have us all healed. <laughs> Actually, okay. you can take, um, can't you take long rests once every six hours? I don't know. Can I? Theoretically, yes. So in, in, basically in two days, he could probably I would have heal to everybody. Pray. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure my God won't give me a, a, a slew of spells every six hours. Yeah, so in two days, you could heal everybody up and, and get them out of here if, if you uh, do nothing else. Well, I figure we're probably pretty safe here. Uh, it does seem to be pretty safe at this point in time. All right. 
Um, and obviously Elidor is uh, pleased to know that you can actually heal him and the rest of the people up and, and get them out of is, here. Is Arlen infected? I forget. Are, are no. you one of the fishy people? No, I'm not. Just Gray and Moon and Jade. All right, um, so let's do that. Let's spend the two days and I'll just uh, cast the heal. Why don't we do Elrood? Elrood, whatever his name is. I'm Elador. I'm Elador. Thank you. Elador and then like Gray and they can go with Arlen with Adri and get him back to the tower and we'll you and I can stay here and get the other guys the next day and we'll meet them back at the tower. Very good. Works for me. That's what I was thinking too. Okay, so That's what, what are, I was thinking. What are you going to do with your time today while you are stuck here unable to cast heal? Not um, let I'd like to search down. the entire boat we're on, and then I'll just be working on my wood project. Okay. Yeah, let's make a camp of some sort. Very good. And actually, things actually turn out to be even worse than Elidor said for the affected three. You basically find that if you spend 10 minutes outside the water, you start taking damage. So you basically have to go and submerge yourself in the water periodically in order to keep from taking damage i'd like to use some hit dice while we're waiting okay you can certainly do that if anybody else that needs to use hit dice can roll them obviously this level we can roll three at a time if we want oh we can mm -hmm. of course we pass 11 is there anything a note on the uh, ship well first things first are we going to use any other healing at this point um, I have some more spell slots. I can do cure wounds. I'm down 17 plus 4. What is that? 21. Okay. Who needs more hit points? I'm down 64. Are, are you going to cast that when you're standing in the water there, Moon, or when you're back up on dry land? I don't know. I guess I'll do it while I'm in the water. Okay. I probably am hanging out in the water more than not. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, right, you, you so, get your you get the hit points back then. Okay, so um, I'll cast it on. Who are you? Black. Gray. Gray. Um, how many do you need? Sixty-four. Sixty-four. I can cast heal at a fourth level spell slot. You can cast Which what? Gives me two, three, four, D eight plus. Cure wounds at a fourth level. Yeah. Okay. Because you can cast heal, we just sort of walk out. Yeah, I don't have heal, but I can get the wounds. So 3, 10, 14, 19, plus 4, right? So 23. I am and, at 50. And we haven't gone over this lately, but what does Cure Wounds look like when Moon casts it? When Moon casts it, it... it, it it sort of looks like uh, the sparks of hammered gold. And they just sort of coalesce around the person being healed. It looked differently when I was in cat form, um, which was maybe more of a, you know, a forest green light. But, you know, maybe uh, there's a couple of gods in contention right now. Who knows? All right. So I can cast that again at a third level spell slot. So I'll give you three, some more. So you get eight plus six is 14, 15. You get another 19. Thank you. 
I have a question, Mr. DM. Yeah. Um, does lay on lay on hands wouldn't qualify as a powerful healing, would it? Definitely not. Nope. It cures poison, sense. not disease. Yep. It does cure disease too. It I just checked. Disease. You've used it, it does. Then. Yeah. I thought it only cures poison. No, you've used it for cure oh, disease. Oh yeah. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, it has to be a, a very powerful spell. So. It was worth a question, but I was pretty sure the answer. First level spell cast at a sixth level, right? Like. It would have to be one of the high level spells, yeah. Okay. And it really doesn't matter either way because we only have one six level spell slot anyway, so. Okay. So, did he find anything on the ship? Yeah. So, you guys fan out and everybody roll for me a dexterity roll. Just a straight up dexterity check? Is this? Mm hmm. You're sure? 19. 20. Could it be an acrobatics roll? Um, you could be acrobatics, yeah. Oh, thank you. That's that's very good. If it's acrobatics, oh, um, then I can... nat twenty. Yeah. I also 22. got a nat twenty, which comes out to twenty. Twenty nine. Okay. Well, then I got twenty two with acrobatics. Okay. Did anybody roll under a fifteen? Yeah. What did Jade get? Nat one. Oh, good. So yeah, uh, you guys are clamb I was taking notes. You're clambering around the the ship, and it is rotten. And you know, you, you guys step on boards, and they just kind of crumble under your feet. But everybody does pretty well, except Jade, who takes uh, six points of damage from uh, getting your leg wedged into one of the holes in the floor that you create. Uh, but she's the only one that has really any uh, damaging difficulty with uh, exploring the ship. And most of this ship has just deteriorated to nothing. Like, you know, the, the fabric hammocks that apparently the crew lived in have just uh, disintegrated to tatters. Anything organic like that, ropes and things like that have, have uh, all disintegrated. And about the only thing you find is you find one chest that seems like it's barely holding together, but it's holding together. And apparently, uh, just by the weight of it, it's full of something heavy. Um, okay. Uh, can I use the reverse end of the, the glaive, the blunt end of the staff, just kind of sm smack at the hinges or whatever, try to bust it open? Oh, yeah. And they are so rusty, they just come completely off. I mean, you basically just turn into dust when you hit it, and you're able to pop the top off, and it's all full of coins and jewelry, and it's got some bottles in there that seemed amazingly still full of liquid after all these years. And even more amazingly, there's a sheaf of arrows that are sitting there that seem to, after all these years and all this humidity, to still be in pristine shape. Yo. The arrows or the sheaf and the arrows? The, the uh, arrows. And, and by a sheaf, I mean it's basically just got a... Uh, a cord tied around it that's you know the cord itself is coming apart but there's about 20 arrows in a bundle okay um, i'd like to kind of pass those off to james i think these might be useful for you and yeah clearly they've got to be magical or else they wouldn't be holding on at this late stage why don't you hold on to those and maybe we get someone in the tower to tell us what they are about them yeah and then there's three bottles of something what do the bottles look like, sir? Can't you just like sit somewhere and identify for a bit? Does anybody have identify? I mean, can't like just anyone just like look at magic items for long enough? Well, they can. Identify? They can guess if they're magical or not. But we could ring Algebra. But you need to you need to have uh, identify. It is this group. 
we have Arlen, we could ring Elshabar. Do you want? Is to? that a we would like you to right now? I mean, we have let's, several let's... days, so whenever That's, you want to. Well, we're, I think it can wait for right now. How much in coins do we have? Okay, so you guys pretty much spend the rest of the afternoon going through the coins and stacking them into little piles and doing the Scrooge McDuck thing. And it has... You have four days to count them. Yeah. Okay, and um, you uh, count them all up and you end up with 1,600 silver pieces and 500 electrum pieces and 700 gold pieces and 50 platinum pieces. In addition, there is a ring, a necklace, and two bracelets that you would expect would be worth about 250 gold pieces each. So Arlen, you're not out of money anymore. Wait, 250, all, like each, each all one four of them. items? No, okay. each one of them. So yes, all four items are at like a thousand. Yes. That's a lot of money. Any village you want to buy? This isn't a village. Yeah, so apparently this must have been the ship's strong box at some point. We just get to sit, polish the tarnish off the silver coins and wait for six hours to pass. Okay. And so um, time goes slowly by here in the subterranean cavern and, and uh, um, after extensive rest, Moon, you're able to cast your first heal spell and who was going to be on Elador or... Uh, I think Elador How about first. Elador first. How about Elador? Since if he dies, then this whole thing is moot. Okay, so you are able to heal Elador and remove the disease of this ancient creature, and uh, when with his skin restored and everything, um, he is just totally Norse. Uh, you know, he's a, a a pale skinned human with the blonde goatee and the long blonde wavy hair. I mean, he looks like uh, someone doing a uh, a Thor cosplay. And um, he thanks you very heartily, Moon, for doing that. And I say thank you, and then I start preparing uh, another rest, hoping that Sylvanus understands my extreme plight here mm -hmm. and will will grant me healing uh, more rapidly than typical. Yeah. While he's doing that, um, I have six pot. Well, five piles. I've already taken mine of the coins for the individual people that would want them okay how much does each person get um 250 silver pieces 80 electrum 116 gold and eight platinum and then we have two electrum four gold and two platinum that are can't be split equally and i was thinking maybe we could give that to the town above as an emergency resource sure they'd appreciate it Okay, so everyone make sure to write that down on your sheets. And are you going to be keeping the rounding errors to bring back? I can, or someone else wants to do it, but yeah, it's going to go back to the town. Sort of a, it feels uh, morally correct for the paladin to give it to the town who are doing good things against what is normally a bad tradition. Yep. And... Um... Arlen, were you going to contact Galchabar while you guys are sitting around all day? Yeah. Okay. Why not? So no trouble getting water. It's everywhere around you. And uh, you scoop up the bowl and and uh, cast the en enchantment. And 
in the picture of the bowl is Galchabar. And he is sitting with a halfling, actually two of them. And they're all uh, apparently sipping wine. There's a bottle in the middle of the table and they have wine glasses with them. And uh, you see him become aware of you and he pulls out his bowl and calls out your name. And he says, ah, hello, Arlen, so good to see you. Um, definitely good to see you in one piece. Uh, I was just enjoying some of the fun products of the halfling lands here. Are you in Kolesque right now? Uh, yes, I stopped in to see how uh, Nissian did in guiding you. I'm very pleased to see that he was successful in getting you over there. I guess security is really ramped up around here. Yeah, it, it was a weird situation, to say the least, to get in. Um, but we are in. Um, took us a little bit longer than we thought it was going to. Yes, how are your outbursts and outbreaks? Um, they are still happening. And probably tomorrow we will hopefully see some progress in making them stop. Well, that is definitely good news to hear. Um, yes, but uh, certainly you didn't just uh, contact me to tell me the current situation. How, uh, how else might I help you? We seem to have found some magic items that we think that you could identify for us. Oh, very good. Please, yes. Put them before the bowl. Does he want to say hi to Elidor? Is Elidor there? Oh, yeah. I'll oh. say that from, like, on sitting against the side of the ship or something. <laughs> because it's, like, um, it's it's not necessarily, like, through the bowl. It's, like, he can see around us, right? So he can, like, see him and everything. Oh, well, basically, you can kind of see what the bowl can, you know, the, mm -hmm. the face of the bowl can see. It's, yeah. it's, I thought it's, they both scry on each other. It's almost, it's almost like, uh, you know, having somebody's uh, tablet there. Oh, I th okay. I thought, I thought it was like he's scrying on us, and we're mm -hmm. scrying on him. So it's like we're looking from above, and he's also looking from above. You're way overthinking this, Bryce. I'm underthinking it. Yes. It's just a Zoom meeting. Yes, basically. Um. Anyway, um, so uh, you're going to call Elidor up or are you going to call anybody else up while you're calling people up? But how do we see him if he hasn't called us yet? Okay, stop. Stop. Yes. Stop. Nope. We're not going to go over physics of magical bowls. Um, I think my physics are easier. I can call physics. Elidor over and I can bring over the arrows and the potions. Uh, and he says, ah, Elidor. Uh, it's good to make your acquaintance. I understood that uh, the sorcerers of the shore existed there, and I'm good, to, glad to see that you are in fact there. Are, are you the sorcerer, or are there more? And Elidor explains how that they are a, uh, a triad, and uh, one of them represents the draconic line of sorcery, another one the shadow line, and he is a sorcerer of the storm. And uh, all this causes Gelchbar's eyebrows to raise. Um, and he says, oh, very good. Um, and uh, you had some items that uh, I could identify. Yes. It's uh, 20 arrows and four bottles? Three. Three bottles. And Galchabar says that the arrows are plus two arrows. So even more efficient than and the... Plus with, one arrows. With ammunition, is it just damage or does it also increase accuracy? It's damage and hit. Cool. Yeah. 
But once they are fired, they're used. So you got to keep track of that. That's less exciting. And so he takes a look at the uh, bottles and he says, ah, yes, all these are, are potions. Um, and the first one, you probably recognize. It's uh, similar to the potions of healing that you've seen before. Um, and the potion is, in fact, um, a red liquid that um, it glimmers a little bit when it's agitated. And this one is a potion of superior healing. So that is 8d4 plus 8 if someone should take it, have healing. So it's a, a fairly powerful healing potion. And then um, he has you hold up the next one there, Arlen. And this potion uh, container seems to actually hold a fog rather than a liquid in it. And he's in Gauchbar says, oh, yes, I recognize that. That's a potion of gaseous form. And when you drink this potion, you gain the effect of the gaseous form spell for one hour with no concentration required or until you end the effect on using a bonus action. And then you hold up the last bottle. And this one seems to have kind of a syrupy liquid. Um, it looks almost like liquefied iron, so it almost looks like mercury. And Galchabar says, my, my, yes, this is, this is a potion of invulnerability. This is a very rare potion indeed to find. And so after, for one minute after you drink the potion, you have the resistance to all damage. So all of those could become in intensely useful. So who gets what? That's what I was trying to figure out. I feel like with potions like this, um, they kind of would be useful for everybody. So why don't we just keep it in bag of holding and then can suss it out as needed. Does Arlen have one? I have um, a handy haversaxia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he should hold on to it. And then, you know, future use, we have those up our sleeve. Okay, so Arlen will hold okay. on to them for the short term. Yeah, I can definitely hold on to them. Did you write those down already? It was Potion of Gaseous Form, Superior Healing, and re Resistance? Nope. Invulnerability. Invulnerability. Sweet. Okay, and so uh, you guys knock off um, for the night, and then first thing in the morning, Moon, you're able to cast your second heal spell. And uh, who was the second person that we were going to heal? Oh, actually, did you want to do anything else with Galshabar before you uh, terminated the connection there? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, he will. He will wish you well, um, and uh, with the uh, admonition to come visit him again sometime soon. Well, actually, if he has any updates on our other half. Um, okay, that's a, that's indeed a good question. Um, so what, what, how are you going to ask that to him? Just like if he knows what's happening with the other half of the party and he says and if they're doing good and stuff like that. And, and you, you see him kind of look a little bit, uh, you know, concern crosses his face and he says, well, yes. Um, what I've heard has been fairly concerning. Um, as you know, the tensions have been rising between ex Colbarium Calice and Porta Magnum. And from what I'm getting uh, from my contacts in the keep here at Civitas Cataracta is that uh, the two of them have basically come to blows. And uh, your 
friend, the paladin, uh, Cotter. He, uh, he's a head of the family household, right? And as such, he would uh, be required to command a, a legion of troops under that particular household. So undoubtedly, at least he and perhaps all of your companions are out in the field um, as we speak. Uh, the, it sounded like uh, the two sides were going to come to a head here uh, today. So um, I do fear for their safety. Uh, there's been some strange rumors uh, coming out of Excolbarium Calice that uh, I'm not too sure of. Oh, this is some news indeed. Hopefully everyone's okay. Yes, I, I do hope so as well. Um, and certainly Porta Magnum does have a large standing army and large enough to easily finish off the standing army of uh, Excolbarium Calice. And, and th that's actually my concern because uh, why forever would... Uh, Excolbarium Calice challenged Porta Magnum. Uh, it's such a smaller barony. It seems like it would be a fool's errand and only lead to defeat in even worse conditions than they're facing right now. So something uh, something is amiss. I, I have uh, learned to not trust such coincidences in the last several years. Well, if anything catastrophic happens, please keep us updated. I will bring you news as soon as I find it. I don't really have anything else to talk about. Okay. And then, so he bids you well when promises to uh, get in contact if anything should happen of uh, superior import. And uh, then you knock off for the night. And then, Moon, you're able to heal another person in the morning. And Wait, weren't we going to leave with just one? Uh, I thought it was two. Okay. And who's the second person you're going to heal up? Yourself or Gray or. Uh, Jade? Pretty sure it was Gray. Yeah, let's do Gray. I'll go last. The healer always goes last. Actually, uh, I would actually almost insist that you go first now. Because you're not going to do any good to us if something comes online and all of a sudden you're dying because you're not near water and we really need your ability. So I would actually convince. I mean, that very rarely will I do this, but I actually would insist that you do yourself next. I mean, if something happens to him, no one else has yeah. the spell to. <laughs> I'm because the reason that they were going to, that he was going to heal one of us first before himself in this case was so that the few people could go back to the keep with Arlen yeah. and the other guy. Arlen was going to go. That's why he got healed. Or the sorcerer got healed first. Yeah. Arlen wasn't affected and needed. It was Adrian. They were going to go. Okay. I thought one of and us the was black affected. Hang black. No, black's immune to disease. Um, so the rest of us are going to stay down here while Moon heals up the sick people. Okay, so at the end of the first day, did uh, Adri and Arlen and uh, Elidor want to leave back for the tower? Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess after the chat with Galchabar. Okay, so good. So um, then uh, the three of you take off back up the, uh, the way and leave the rest of you stuck there in the cavern. And uh, so then I guess, uh, Moon, uh, you'll get yourself next in the morning. And then that evening, you're able to rest up enough to uh, gain the energies enough to cast another spell. And so do you want to do Jade or, or Gray? We'll do Gray. Okay. And, and in between there, I, I, I burned off a hit die to max up my hit points again. Okay. Anybody else need to do any more healing? 
I think at this point I'm probably full up. Okay. Anybody else not full up at this point? Because I'm sure Moon can lay another heal into anybody that's not full up. I've got a bunch of regular spells, so who needs more? I'm full. And Gray, how about you? I Yeah, I'm healed. Okay, good. So um, everybody else is in good shape. You're just waiting for the morning in order to uh, go and heal Jade up so you can leave. And Arlen, so we've got two knights here that you're going to be uh, passing. So the first night back in the tower and then this evening back in the tower. What happens those two nights when you go to sleep and your wild magic goes out of control? Yes. <laughs> It's fireball. Oh, no. At least it's not max damage. Oh, no. So you make it back to the tower, and um, they uh, put you up for the evening there, um, and you go to sleep, and all of a sudden, kathoom, you just erupt in flames. And... um, Adrian, I'm assuming you're going to go uh, like room with your sister and, and your brother yeah. and visit with them. So you just see an explosion blow out the window of the tower. Um, are you going to run back there or what are you going to do? I, I mean, I'm going to wait a second to see if like they're screaming or or what i mean if he comes out sort of like the mad scientist coughing yeah. smoke you know <laughs> and actually how much I, damage I feel like this happens regularly enough that it, it's probably okay how, how much damage do you take harlan from this fireball 35 points of damage wow. i got four sixes very nice okay so arlen you blow up the room and everything in the room catches fire so, Adri, you see first, you know, the window blows out and then smoke starts to slowly billow out of that room. Um, what are you going to do? Yeah, usually they're, I mean, relatively damage free fireballs. But uh, yeah, I'll go back. <laughs> OK, so you actually get you see kind of people looking around, looking strange and, and you know, in wonderment at the tower. And uh, you get the presence of mind to, to kind of gather them up and bring them back. And they start a bucket brigade and put Arlen's room out uh, in sh- pretty short order. But uh, Arlen is sitting there and he, his, uh, you know, the, the bed is, is scorched and, and just a, a, a lump on the floor. And, and, you know, the rest of the furniture in the room is all scorched. And uh, that whole side of the tower smells like smoke. Uh, but you're able to put the fire out without too much trouble. And Arlen, they, they uh, kind of give you a, a uh, new room and a chance to go get bathed and cleaned up. At least I have my hair now. Yes. Oh, no, no, not, not your eyebrows. Oh, those burnt off. Yeah. <laughs> my eyebrows are once again gone. And so maybe the- this is amazing. Just solid stone room with like stone furniture. Yes. They, they probably, yeah, they probably just give you a bare room with a, a mat on the floor at that point. And to be fair, you did warn them that you were randomly exploding. True, true. Um, was is Black up there with them, or did he stay with us? Nope. And I'm none of the Tabaxi else. were there to see him the blow up. The one time he blows up in his sleep. Uh, I'm sure the tails will get back to them. Round two fight. And uh, I mean, dude, lay off the ghost peppers. Yeah. And uh, then um, 
So actually, why don't you roll your hit dice a couple of times to see how many you get back there, Arlen? So do two. We can do three. three at a time. Three at a time, yeah, and you can do two of them for the next day. So I got thirteen hit points back. Okay. So you're still a little dinged up. What happens the second night? I grow a long beard of feathers that remains until you sneeze, at which point the feathers explode out from your face. Okay, so that's amusing to you, but that's about it. Okay, and then the next morning comes, and Moon, you're able to heal up uh, Jade, and everybody is able to trope out of the cavern and back up to the tower. And uh, when you get up there, you guys notice that one of the windows has been boarded up and has kind of that, you know, smoke trail stain above it. And, and, I, and I looked at Adri and, and I'm like, is that that friend of yours? No, you're not there. Who's yeah. there? It was just Jade us? and Moon and um, Black and Gray, just the, the kitty battalion. Uh, just, yeah, so I'm like, I just say that must have been that, that sorcerer that blows up. Yeah, so we actually blew up, apparently. Okay, so you uh, get back up there, and um, the whole group finally can present themselves in front of the three sorcerers. And in the in-between time, um, Arlen, the sorcerers, the two uh, previous ones that uh, you dealt with, Drus and Ove, um, they have briefed Elidor, and then Elidor does a whole bunch more tests on you. And um, as you assemble there for their verdict, uh, they're sitting there. Each one is, is sitting in their chairs with, you know, the big colorful drapes behind them, blue for Elidor, black for and silver for Ove, and, and blue and silver for, uh, or red and gold for, for Drus. Um, they say, we have examined your friend, and we believe we may have a way to cure him of his affliction. But, and Ove holds up a finger at you, just know this, Arlen, it will be very, very dangerous. The cure might be worse than the ill. You could die. And in fact, you may have to die. And they point back at you there, Moon, and says, this is why we need you. And they point over at Black and you. We'll end up having to take Arlen to the very brink of death and we will need you to pull him back if things go wrong and then Elidor says Arlen we have sensed within you a power but also a presence can you explain to us again how it is you manifested your sorceress powers a mad mage experimented with chaotic energy and put it into my body. And that is how the craziness started. And the other sorcerers kind of look at each other and, and kind of nod. And, and Ove says, we believe that it wasn't just a chaotic energy, but somehow a small piece of perhaps the mage's own essence arrived in you as well. We will need to drive that essence 
out from you. And if we are successful, you should be able to control your energies. If, and she holds a finger again, you have any left. It could be that when we drive out this essence, the powers will go with it. So we know you require our aid, but are you willing to go forward knowing that you may come out without any powers or you might die entirely in this process? I if I don't. I'll clap Arlen on the shoulder and say, don't worry about dying. I'll bring you back. Thank you for the reassurance. I, if I don't go through with this, then I'm going to explode somewhere else and I could bring other people with me, which is not worth it. And Druce uh, says, yes, it does seem to be the lesser of two evils. And then he turns over to Elidor and says, the reason that we required Elidor's presence is that it will require vast amounts of energy to drive this presence away from you. The only place that we can consider such energies is in the power of the storm itself. And as I'm sure Elidor told you, he is a storm sorcerer. Elidor, when did you say the next storm will arrive? And Elidor looks and says, tomorrow night. And sure enough, actually, you, you guys notice as you're coming up to the, the castle that, yeah, there's a high screen of clouds coming in off the ocean. And uh, it does suggest that maybe there's going to be some kind of a storm. And you say, let us assemble tomorrow night at the top of the low tower, Elidor's tower. And with a little luck, we will be able to cure you and not kill you. Okay, anything you guys want to ask before the audience is done? Not really. All pretty straightforward? I'm going to be in so much pain tomorrow. It's entirely possible. Um, and they're willing to put you all up in the tower, or one of the towers, um, if you don't want to stay in town with the uh, elves or the drow. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay. Okay. Very good. And anybody needs to do anything in the in-between times? Uh, just like finishing up that wood project. Like I said, it's taking a longer, but... Okay. Take a long bath. Undoubtedly. I'm going to try to um, recruit Arlen to become a rogue if his powers wind up going away. Yes. Have you heard the good news of the dark of the night? Or you could be a monk. I'm not strong, nor am I dexterous. It's okay, I'm not strong, and you can just pretend. I am so average. <laughs> He's only exceptional in blowing up. Perhaps we can set you up and you can be a baker somewhere. I've heard farming is really good on the other side of the mire. It is. Could always go back home again. Very good. Okay, um, did you need to heal up anymore, Arlen? Uh, you've got a cleric here. Um, I assumed I did that throughout the day because it was a full day. True. true. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which, for rec on the record, I rolled three ones. Oh, good. Good job, that. Okay, so um, the day turns into night. Arlen, let's roll again on the magic table. See if it's fireball again. 
Is there anybody within 30 feet of me? Um, actually, Adri, would you have been in the room with him or Black? Probably. Okay. So how about Black? Would Black, would you hover around him like before? Well, after seeing the scorch marks, probably, even though he's not totally sure if they're being messed with or not, because again, we never see him blow up. Yeah. So the, the two of them are there. Okay. Each of you need to take seven points of necrotic damage. Okay. I got the necrotic damage vampirism one again. So black energies crackle out from him and, and uh, you guys take that bit of damage. So the correct answer is... Which I assume right back up by the time we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the correct answer is Arlen does not need any healing. Yes. Okay. And so the next day That's arrives... That's true. And it is, as promised... A stormy day. The weather starts going south almost immediately in the morning. It starts out with a light rain, which then turns into a heavy rain, which then turns into buffeting winds. Um, Adri, you notice all of the uh, farm workers um, immediately go indoors. And uh, apparently uh, farming is done for the day. They're going to do their domestic tasks instead. And you guys find yourself in the evening at the top of the low tower, the low round tower, which apparently is Elidor's tower. And he has inscribed a magic circle on the top of the tower there. And as you arrive, Arlen, he uh, points to the circle and says, if you would lay down in that, Arlen, I will see what I can do to call the forces of the storm and see if we can drive this presence out from you. All right, let's get this exorcism underway. Okay. And the storm continues to boil up at you, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. So you guys are all standing around on the edges of the, the uh, tower in a circle, and wind is buffeting you back and forth your hair is being thrown into your face the rain comes pelting down it starts running in little rivulets off of your uh, temples into your eyes and then there's a large flash of lightning and you see elidor's eyes begin to glow and he raises his arms upwards and you can just feel like your hair is beginning to stand up on end uh, from the static electricity that's going everywhere. And he just brings his hands down. And Arlen, a bolt flashes from the heavens and just lands full on you. And the rest of you are almost deafened from the peal of thunder that comes from this. And Arlen, let's see here. You take 39 points of damage as the electricity just arcs through you. And then Elidor reaches up to the sky and cast another one down again mr dm quick question is this uh -huh. a magical lightning bolt this is a natural lightning bolt just checking yep this is this is Sorry, Arlen. this is na nature co you know coming directly down from the heavens there and you take 32 points of damage from this lightning bolt as it arcs through you and uh, the rest of you you can just feel the uh pulse of electricity as it flows across the uh the uh, ground and just up your boots and you know just gives you that jolt of electricity what are you at now anyways arlen negative seven wow okay so um the second bolt lands and slams into arlen 
and you just kind of see his body go limp after it almost leaps into the air. And all of a sudden, this blue mist starts to rise from him. And Adri, you've seen this blue mist before. When that entire shelf of files of blue chaotic energy came crashing down in the mad mage's cellar and infused you all briefly with the wild magic. And it just starts curling up off of Arlen's body and it starts swirling around. And then you can make, you can make out a form. It's a form of a man in a robe with a tiger mask standing over Arlen's now dying body. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, so as I said in the past, um, this was supposed to be the previous Big Baddie. And the reason I was actually kind of hesitant on using the Aboleth as the Big Baddie for the previous phylactery was because of the chance that you would be infected with this horrible fish zombie disease. And if so, then the players would have to figure out how to get a heal spell. And at the time, they didn't have access to six-level spells. So the players couldn't have done it. And obviously, we could have written around that. You know, it would have been a, a fun thing, sort of like it was with the mummy rod that the players got infected with back in the early, early days of the podcast when the uh, party went and cleaned out cotter's monastery and that led to a whole bunch of good pathos where the party had to rush back to civitas cataracta and then had to get healing before poor uh creval and, and poor cotter died of mummy rot uh, so yeah there was different things they could have done we could have had them go and find a healer back in the group and bring it down or they might have had to have come up with some clever way to keep everybody damp and wet while they transported them back to civilization for healing it would have been kind of fun to see but we didn't need to although it did lead to everybody sitting around and then missing arlen exploding in a fireball finally talk about the irony of all ironies he finally does blow up in a fireball as predicted and none of the tabaxi around to see it just uh you can't write this kind of stuff there we are anyway so here we are the party is at the top of the tower Arlen has been lightning bolted to death, and now the image of the Mad Mage of the Mare has appeared. Can they defeat the Mare Mage, and can they save Arlen? That's the big questions. And for that, we'll have to wait for the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com.
And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.